Praise the name of Jesus Christ forever. You are tuning from we trust God that you have already connected for our lunch hour. Bless God. Two people are always expectant and trust God. We trust God that you are going to be blessed. Do pray for you and we know that whenever we come to minister to you the word of life, we also see the light of, of the of the life which is in the word. Once again, this is our lunch hour fellowship and I am Pastor Dennis. Freedom Experience Ministry, Kampala, Uganda. You are listening live to this wonderful radio, Freedom Experience Radio. Also, other people are connecting from other radio channels. That is Freedom Love Zone. Also, Experiencing Christ Radio. And those that are live on Facebook, we appreciate God for you. And uh, we trust the Holy Spirit that as long as you are always sticking with us, till the end, you get the entire portion. We have brought you Christ as our portion. We trust that you are going to fellowship and share upon this wonderful portion. Our message is always zeroing and centering on two one message that is to give you Christ as the portion of your inheritance. We want you to learn, take Christ and enjoy Him in every aspect that is seen in the Word of God. So this is why we are uh, having this wonderful slogan that says experiencing Christ. So. We want you to prepare as we go into the word of God that you see what the Lord has even showed us today is the name of Jesus Christ. So right away we want to start off today in our today's message that we have a message that says today that Christ bringing the flow of the living water to quench our thirst. So when we say that Christ brought the flow of the living water to quench our thirst, we want you to see something that there is a need of the thirsty. The thirsty, the thirsty people, they have a need. So the, the need of the thirsty is always the life who is quenching. Need of the thirsty. The need of the thirsty people is always the life who is quenching. Christ comes as the life to quench their thirst. So we have seen several incidences in the Bible. And uh, if you have been following closely, you will see that we are revealing something that we have been missing in these stories. Previously, if we are just reading the stories, people could read the, could read the stories and they preach the stories in the Bible, but we have been missing something, which is life, to see life in the scriptures, so that we make them ours, we make scriptures living, you use them in your day-to-day -day life, you learn to apply them to make them part of you. So this is why we have been taking you through these stories and the parables of Jesus, the signs of Jesus and all the activities he's doing. Praise the Lord. Because we are a ministry that focuses on Christ to preach only Christ to see that there is life to also show you that there is the body life which is the church that has got the life of Christ. So we 
always talk about Christ, the head of the church, and also we speak about the body which is the church. We always concentrate on this life and the building. So this is why uh, when we minister, we are always bending all the message in that one way. So what can we learn into this wonderful John chapter 7? Now, the Bible says in the book of John chapter 7, we are going to read verses 2 and uh, we shall also jump to other verses. The Bible says that now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand. And verse 3 says that his brethren, therefore, said unto him, Depart hence and go into Judea, that thy disciples also may see the works that thou doest. Verse 4 says, For there is no man that does anything in secret, and he himself seeks to be known openly. If thou do these things, show thyself to the world. So the, the, the brothers of sister the, the brother the brothers of Jesus are telling him that go and present yourself before people. Show them the, show them the miracles you Why do you want to keep in secret? Go and present your works openly. You see, that is the that's what man does. Man always wants to display what he's doing. So, even these ones they were telling Jesus to go display your activities openly why do you hide them show them to the world it was appearing as if it was a good advice but the Bible says in verses 5 they told him that neither did his the Bible says that neither did his brethren believe in him so verse 6 says that Jesus says unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. For us, our time to display ourselves is always ready. We are always displaying ourselves on, on social media. We are always displaying ourselves because we are human. Jesus says, For you, your time is always ready. But for me, I don't do so like that. I don't display at any time. I feel like. So he was always working in his right time. He says, my time is not always ready. But for you it is always. Now, let us jump to verse 37. I just wanted to start from, from uh, the beginning of the verse so that you see where the story came from. I wanted us to know that it was the days of the feast of the tabernacles. That's what you read in Luganda. So verse 37 now says In the last day that great day of the feast Jesus stood and cried saying if any man fast 
eating come unto me and drink. Satu Musav Nayakuru Naku or Renkomerero Rukuru or Rem Naku Rembaga. Yes, Nai Mirida Nayogera Waguru Nagamanti, or Muntu Bwarumwa Enyonta, a Jejendi Anwe. Verse 38 says, Asatu Munana Gamba. He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Kizanze ngecha wandiki wa wechigamba anti emiga jamazi amalamu jirifuluma mulugutore. Verse 39 says, But he, this spake he of the Spirit, which they, they that believe on him should receive, the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Echo ya chogera kumumoyo, Webari bagenda okuwebwa, abamu kiliza, kubango umoyo yalita nawa kugabibwa, Okay, now from the scriptures we have read, I want us to go into today's message. Remember, the message says, Christ bringing the flow of the living water to quench our thirst. And so far we have covered uh, five of the nine cases in the book of God. Of John. So there are seven, uh, there are nine situations in the book of John that we are focusing on. So far we have seen five of them. And I will try to, to show you and to remind you where we have come from. In the first situation we saw that Jesus was uh, showing us the encounter he had with the superior Moro man Nicodemus. Yes, we are yogera kumbera jiaria sinkani nomsa jowamani nekodemo. Nicodemus was uh, was a man who needed what we call regeneration of life. Nicodemo yari yeta gachetu itoku dizibobu jokobu lamu. So in the first situation, Jesus begins by showing us the need for regeneration of life. Ngatula gopweta vugoku dizibobu jamu. How we need to be regenerated. Through the new birth, the Lord is our second life. The Lord is our divine life. Now, the second case we talked about, the, the Lord Jesus spoke, uh, spoke to the inferior immoral woman. This is the, this immoral woman, the, the adulterous woman in in, a, in a, the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4. The Bible says that he was now teaching us about the satisfaction of life. How the Lord himself is the living water which satisfies the dissatisfied hearts. This lady's heart was always not satisfied. She could always go here and there. And and brought in men looking for satisfaction. So Jesus taught us something that he is the one that is our satisfaction. Now in the third situation the Lord healed a dying child. Remember the noble man that came to Jesus says my child is dying and Jesus speaks a word. So we see that the Lord heals the dying people today by his life giving word through believing. The moment you believe in the word God is going to heal you. Is going to settle your case. In the fourth case we saw, the Lord enlivening. 
He was giving life to impotent man. The one that was in John chapter 5 at the pool of Siloam. Praise the Lord. It's not the pool of Bethsaida. Praise the Lord. You remember that pool whereby the man was there for 38 years. So Jesus comes to us as the enlivening one. The one that gives life to impotent people. Those that are weak. Those that need life. Praise Jesus Christ. Now in the fifth case that we have just seen previously, the Lord was feeding the five thousand with the bread of life. And this indicates that Jesus is the living heavenly bread with which to satisfy the hungry multitude. That means that uh, we see that Jesus has become all this for us. Now, in brief, let us try to show you what we have covered so far. The Lord regenerates us with the divine life. That was, that was our first case. The Lord gives us the living water. That was our second case. The Lord heals the, the dying people with the life-giving word. That was our third case. The Lord enlivens the impotent. That was our fourth case. And the Lord feeds the multitude with the bread of life. That was our fifth case. Now we come to John chapter 7. And we have seen Jesus has now come across those that are thirsty. It, it was also another feast of the tabernacles. The Bible says that when he came to the feast of the tabernacles, people were, were celebrating, but they were also thirsty. They didn't know that they are thirsty. But Jesus saw that they are thirsty. <laughs> Is the Lord. Previously, he was on the feast of the Passover. That was in John chapter 6. He saw that they need the true bread, the true lamb, as the Passover. Now he has come, they are celebrating the feast of the tabernacles, but he sees they are thirsty. Praise Jesus Christ. Now, if we relate these uh, cases in, in uh, the fifth case, the fifth case and the sixth case that we are going to see today, we see that the Lord previously fed them the bread of life to satisfy their hunger. But in this case, the Lord brings the flow of living water to quench our thirst. Even today, we are like these old cases that we have just seen. People are dying. They need life. People are hungry. They need the bread of life. People are thirsty. They need the flow of the living water. People are weak. They need enlivening. They need regeneration. Those that are not born again. Praise the Lord. They need Jesus to turn their death into life. To turn their water into wine. So this is what we are talking about. This is how it means to enjoy 
destroy Christ. He is now the bread of life to satisfy the hunger. He is also the living waters to quench our thirst. Praise Jesus. We have seen that they were hungry in chapter 6. We see they are, they are thirsty in chapter 7. Praise Jesus Christ. I hope you are following closely. We see that in chapter 6 it presents Christ as the living bread. Well, as in chapter 7, Jesus is coming as the living water. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, the bread of life is for the hungry people. But the rivers of the living water are for the thirsty people. Amen. For the thirsty, the thirsty people, Christ is the quenching life. Is coming as the quenching life. The life that quenches the thirst. The life that takes away the thirst Praise the Lord. Remember even the other lady in John chapter 4. He needed to remove something from her. To quench something from her. So that she is satisfied. So Jesus is the quenching life. Quenching life. He has the life that quenches the thirst of people. And I pray that if, as you are following us, Christ is ministering to you according to your need, according to your difficulty. He is everything. He is the very life that is able to quench man's thirst. I don't know which thirst you have, but I want you to trust in yourself, in Jesus. Trust in the Lord. Say, oh Lord, quench my thirst. Maybe there is a thirst in your family, a thirst in yourself, a thirst in your, in your marriage. The Lord is coming as the one that has got living waters. Praise the Lord. Now, let me try to take you back in the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 2, we see that all and throughout the Bible, throughout the scriptures, the Lord is our food and he is also our water. This is seen from Genesis throughout Revelation. Praise Jesus Christ. For example, in Genesis 2, Jesus is typified as the tree of life. And this is a picture that shows that Jesus is our life supplier that supplies food as the tree of life. Adam could eat on other trees but he was he was permitted to eat from the tree of life so that he keeps on eat, eating God. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, when we see in Genesis chapter 2, beside the tree of life, there was the river of water. River of water river of water river of water which is the picture also of the of the lord bringing us the rivers of living water praise jesus christ glory to god i hope you are following me
we see in the book of Genesis, Jesus is the tree of life, supplying food to us. But beside the, the tree of life, there is the living water, also typifying Christ as the one that brings the living waters. Glory to God. Now we see that in these pictures, the Lord's purpose in creation of man is that man must eat and drink. Most of us we always say this there is a reason as why God created us. He created us to worship him. He created us that we may manage as stewards in his work. All those appear to be good. But the reason as why God created man with a mouth. He has a mouth. You see? Mouth is not going to manage. Okay, it might worship. But the reason as why man has a mouth is to eat and drink. And also to call upon Jesus. Because he says you call upon the name of the Lord. You will be delivered. And the people began to call upon the name of the Lord. In Genesis chapter 4. And chapter 5 in the beginning of the verses. The Bible says people began to call upon the name of the Lord. In other words, they began to pray. They didn't know to call upon the name of the Lord. But after problems that come unto them, the Bible says they began to call upon the name. So the mouth was given to man to drink and eat and also to call man to call upon God. Then we can add on worshiping. Man can go and do management and with stewardship in the work of God and even to caretake everything. But the main reason as to why man is created is to receive God in the form of eating and drinking. This is why from Genesis throughout Revelation, Jesus and the Lord God is typifying himself as food and drink. Praise Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope you are following me. Praise Jesus. Amen. I told you today's message says Christ bringing the flow of living water to quench our thirst. Amen. So if man fails to eat, he will become hungry. If man fails to drink, he will become thirsty. He will become thirsty. Praise Jesus Christ. Amen. So if you say I will not eat, you are going to be hungry. If you say I will not drink, you are going to be thirsty. Yet you have a mouth. So this is why the Lord says, I am the food to satisfy your hunger. I am the living water to quench your thirst. Glory to God. I will give you another example in the book of Exodus. We see that in the, the children of Israel in the book of Exodus chapter 16, I hope you are there. Exodus 16 verses 14 to 15. We see that the children of Israel as they traveled through the wilderness and they, they needed now there came a time where they needed to eat. They needed food and water and began to complain. We want food. Where is food? Because that is man's need. He needs to eat. He needs to drink. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says 
they were asking for food the Lord gave them money that came from heaven as their daily food now verse 14 says and when the dew that lay was gone up behold upon the face of the wilderness where there lay a small round thing as small as the hoa frost in the ground Praise the Lord. Verse 15 says, And when the children of Israel saw it, they said on one to another, It is manna. For they, they did not know what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. You need someone to teach you what you have been eating. That you have been eating Christ as the bread. You have been drinking him as the water. They saw provision had come, but they didn't know what it was. They said, oh, it is manna. In, because we don't know what it is. Manna means we don't know what it is. We are eating what we don't know. It is very bad to eat what you don't know. To drink what you don't know. This is why Christ wants to understand him. He says you shall know the truth. And this truth shall set you free. The more you understand God, the more you are free. So Moses tells them this is the bread which the Lord has given to you that you may eat. You see it is also the reason of eating. Without eating, they can't reach the promises. Without drinking, they can't reach the promises. So this makes eating and drinking important in our journey of our salvation. But you need to eat right. You need to drink right. Some people are eating other things. They are eating other words. Instead of eating Christ, they are drinking other waters. Instead of eat, drinking Christ, the Lord told them in Jeremiah that they have done two sins. They have forsaken me the living waters and the living waters and they have gone to dig for themselves cisterns that have no water So people have learned to eat wrongly. They sometimes they, they said we are fed up of the money. Let us go back and eat the, 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 the onions of the Always man wants to eat wrongly because of the sin nature. But the Lord is teaching us today to learn to eat well that we may proceed and go forward fulfilling his call and his purposes. Praise the Lord. So we see when we come to Exodus 17 verses 6 we see that the Lord has become the living water that is flowing from the smitten rock to quench 
went there first. He says in verse 6, Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. When they came to the need of water, the Lord had provision. He told them, I have a rock, the rock that is following you. You see, in the first place, it was a need for food. That's why John 6 is talking about the bread. Then in chapter 17 of Exodus, they now need water. That's why John 7 is talking about the living waters. Praise Jesus. We thank the Lord that he has become all this. Now we see that in the gospel of John, the Lord is also the living bread. He offers the living water to satisfy and also to remove our hunger. He removes our thirst and also our hunger. We need this Jesus. And I want to show you something. The Father, the Son, and the Spirit, these three persons of the triune God, they are related in this matter of food and water. For example, God the Father is the source is the source. God the Father is the source of every good thing. So in this case is the source of food and water. And God the Son is the food. But God the Spirit is the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Now forget about my interpreter. He's saying God the Spirit. Father the Spirit. We are talking about God the Father. Katonda Chitafe is the source. God the Son is the food. God the Spirit is the drink. Look into this picture. The person, the first person of the triune God is the Father, is the source. The second person is the food. Then the third person becomes the, the flow of the living waters. Now you are following. Now let us come to First Corinthians chapter 10. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. I hope you are being blessed. Praise Jesus Christ. The Trinity has come to provide. And God the Father is the source. God the Son is the food we eat. Then also God the Spirit is the water we drink. God the Spirit, not Father the Spirit. Praise is the Lord. Amen. Are we following? So when we come to 1 Corinthians 10, 3, Paul was telling them that they did all eat the same spiritual meat. He's talking about the, the Israelites when they are traveling in their desert. And verse 4 says, they did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. That rock was Christ. First Corinthians 10, 4 says, the rock was following them. 
In Exodus we see that they came where the rock was. By, but by the revelation of Paul, he says this rock kept on following them. Because they needed to keep on drinking. Is the Lord. Without the Lord that Jesus has become the manna and has become the water to us who believe. We need to contact him every now and then. We contact him to receive water and food. Praise Jesus. As we have seen in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 to 4 it is showing us two things. That Christ himself is the spiritual food. And he is also the smitten rock. From which flows the spiritual drink. So he has become the satisfier of our needs. He has come, become the one that is going to fulfill your desires. And the Holy Spirit is the spiritual drink. Flowing out of the crucified Christ. When Paul says, talks about the smitten rock. And says that rock was Christ. It is what, uh, it, it means that Jesus Christ is the one that sources this water. He is the spiritual food. At the same time is the smitten Christ, the crucified Christ that gushed out the living water. So that John 737 says that whoever is thirst come and drink, whoever believes unto me, there is a gushing water. So even Christ was smitten as, as, as the rock was smitten by Moses. Christ was crucified that out of him who has been food comes out living waters. So what came out of Christ is and resurrection was that the Holy Spirit flowed out and it came as our drink. The Holy Spirit was flowing out of Christ as our drink. So this appears as if it is complicated. It is difficult for some people to believe that the Spirit came out of Christ. It is difficult for some people to believe that the Spirit came in the name of Jesus. But this is what the Trinity is showing us. Just as the rock was smitten and gushed out water, Christ has been crucified. And when he was pierced, out of him gushed out water, the living water and the blood. Praise the Lord. The blood was for redemption. The, spirit, the, the, the water was for life-giving to give us life. And this is how we receive the Holy Spirit. Praise Jesus Christ. I believe you are following closely. I want by the time we begin to release this power, the power that comes after the knowledge of the truth, you know how to apply Christ in every aspect of your life. Praise Jesus Christ. I want to show you something that that which started from Genesis, as a picture in Exodus chapter 
Exodus. We saw it. We have seen as a picture. As we have seen it as a picture in Exodus. It is also brought back in the book of John. It continues. And Paul has talked about it in First Corinthians 10. It continues and ends in Revelation. When we come to Revelation, we see that the end of the scriptures we see that there is a new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem as the consummation and the end of everything. But also in the new Jerusalem, what is seen there is the flow of the living water, the waters of the Holy Spirit, and the tree of life growing in the flow of Christ. So that Christ continues to flow within this living water. This is why when we read the book of Revelation chapter 22 verses 1 to 2 they are, they are talking about the river of life and the Bible says and he showed me a pure living a pure water a river of water of life clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb so we see that John says that they showed me something. I saw pure river of living water of life. as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. This water was proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Between God the Father and God the Son proceeds the river of life. Proceeds the spirit of life. Are you following? And verse 2 says, In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was they are the tree of life. The tree of life was on both sides of the river. Which the, the, the Bible says, which bear twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were of the healing of the nations. It is in Genesis we see the tree of life and we see the living water. It is typified in Exodus. Us. It is seen in the Gospels. It is seen in the Episodes. It ends in the Revelation. Praise the Lord. Meaning that from Genesis to Revelation, God wants us to eat and drink His Son. Any other thing you do, if it does not bring you to eat and drink Christ, you are going astray. You are going astray because the lines in the Bible are clear. There is a line running throughout the whole scriptures. There is a line that is running through from Genesis to Revelation. This line is showing us that Christ is our spiritual food. This line is showing us that the Holy Spirit is our spiritual dream. And this line is showing us that man needs both to eat and drink in order to satisfy 
and it yielded half fruit every month in January a, a kind of fruit came out maybe that is a fruit to help you to prosper a fruit of prosperity in February another fruit came out to meet people's needs throughout December 12 category of fruits meeting needs throughout the year and these needs are met by that which the tree produces Christ is everything he can bear for us whatever we need he can come in every category he can bear for you a fruit of deliverance a fruit of healing a fruit of prosperity you need to come to eat you need to come to drink there's one as to why the tree of life is besides the living waters that are flowing is that the tree of life continues to flow with the Holy Spirit to meet man even today, Jesus is still flowing by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is still flowing meeting people's needs. Jesus is still flowing as the tree of life. Every month, he comes to meet needs. He bears a fruit that brings prosperity. He bears a fruit that uh, he brings healing. He bears a fruit that brings deliverance. And the Holy Spirit continues to flow this wonderful Christ. The Bible says that this tree also had leaves. And these leaves were the healing of nations. Nations are sick today. Nations are dying today. Live alone this COVID-19. Nations are healed are sick. They need healing. They need the man Jesus. He has become all things. He can bear anything. Even right now he wants to bear for you something in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord God your one. Praise Jesus Christ. We have seen that the book of John has these pictures and figures showing us that we need to understand the matter of life. The, the matter of life is something that is 
deep. So John had to use pictures and figures so that we may understand. That's why he picks these miracles and calls them signs so that he shows us the depth of Christ. The, the, the depth of Christ. Praise the Lord. To reveal the mysteries that are in Christ himself. Praise the Lord. If John had brought plain words, we couldn't understand the riches that are in Christ. But we thank God he was inspired by the Spirit when he was writing and he has showed us pictures. The pictures of a, a, thirsty, a thirsty Savior and a thirsty sinner. Thirsty Savior, Christo Muyonda, and the thirsty sinner meeting at the Jacob's well. He says they met at Jacob's well. Jesus was thirsty and the Samaritan was thirsty. The question is, what was Jesus thirsty about? It was that he was thirsty of us. Even today Christ is thirsty of you. He wants you to come to him. And when you come to him, he feeds on you. He feeds, he drinks on you. He feeds on you. And you quench his thirst by coming to him. So when Jesus was thirsty, he came on the Jacob's way. And also there is this wonderful lady that is thirsty. She comes on so both need each other. Jesus has the water yes, But when the lady comes to Christ by accepting Jesus as his person, as her personal Lord and Savior, even Christ's thirst is quenched. That's why when you read John chapter 4, you see that when the disciples came back, they told they had brought Jesus food. But Jesus says, I don't want to eat. I've already eaten. I've already Eaten. When I do the Father's will, I am satisfied. Now I've preached the gospel, and this led by coming to me. My thirst has been quenched. My hunger has been dealt with. Is the Lord. Amen. Most of us we wonder why he told the disciples, I don't want to eat. My food is to do what God so told me to do. Now I've told, I've preached the gospel, and now I'm filled. I've been satisfied. Are you following me? So even today, when someone comes to Christ, Christ's thirst is quenched. But when you come to Christ, also your thirst is quenched. Say Amen. And this is what is going to always be. We have seen in chapter 5 the multitude that we are seeing, they were blind, they were lame, they were withered people, they are waiting by the pool. Waiting for healing, waiting for life. In chapter 6, we see that the people were in the wilderness. And also we see the we have seen the wilderness. We see Jesus on the mountain praying. We see the storm on the sea in chapter six. And then we see a small boat on the sea being tossed to and fro because of the wind. And and we see the people in the boat. The disciples were terrified. This is what is always taking place. It means that 
uh, people are terrified by the stormy wind, by the waters of the world, the seas surrounding them, the storms, problems, threatening situations. They need the man Jesus to come walking upon their waves. Are you following? And this man Jesus comes walking upon their waves. He finds that they are hungry. He feeds them with, the, with the bread. He gives them the fish. Then we come to chapter 7. He takes away their thirst. This is the Christ we are preaching to you. He has healing. He has deliverance. He has breakthrough. He has prosperity. He has anything you need. He can make you whatever you desire. He is the tree of life. Bearing fruit for you. Meeting all your monthly needs. He is the healing Christ. He has lives that heal. Now let us begin to pray. Begin to come to such a Christ. If you are not born again, begin to come to such a Christ. If you have a problem, begin to come to such a Christ. Say, Lord Jesus, I receive you now. Satisfy me. You say in your word, you satisfy the longing soul. You say in your word that you feed us, you take away our thirst. Lord, we come tonight. Those that have debts, come to Christ. Those that have problems, we are going to pray. Receive this Christ. He's going to bear for you a fruit of breakthrough, a fruit of healing, deliverance, anointing, favor, acceptance. Begin to pray right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Rabo sikayande soto kopradiga. You have become our water. Quenching our thirst. Lord, you are flowing now. Even now you are flowing by the Holy Spirit. You are flowing. You have shown us, Lord, that you are the one that the world is waiting for. Nations are waiting for you. People are waiting for you. The thirsty are waiting for you. The hungry are waiting for you. The sick are waiting for you. Those in bondage are waiting for you. And you have already come to satisfy us, to you lift up, you fight back, you 
Hallelujah. Now, wherever you are, we want to believe God with you. I know you have prayed. I know you continue to pray. But we want to release something. We want to release Christ. In the name of Jesus, we trust the Holy Spirit. He's transporting Christ as a healing. He's transporting Christ as your deliverance. The Holy Spirit is transporting Christ as your breakthrough. If you believe, Say, I receive wherever you are, just as the word has told us that Jesus is our tree of life, is also our bread of life, is the one that is, is the smitten rock gushing out living waters. Right now, I release rivers of living water because the Lord has told us that those that believe out of us shall flow rivers of living water. Right now, I am an extension of these rivers. I continue these rivers to reach you. As I'm preaching right now, the power has been released. Healing has been released. Now begin to believe that you are healed. You are delivered. You are set free. You are coming out of that situation. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for you that the tree of life, which is Christ, for our enjoyment, may bear for you a fruit, a fruit of healing. Receive it in the name of Jesus. A fruit of breakthrough. Receive it in the name of Jesus. A fruit of redemption. Receive it in the name of Jesus. A fruit of deliverance. Receive it in the name of Jesus. A fruit of prosperity. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the flow in the name of Jesus. And I pray for you that Christ may bear for you the leaves of healing. Healing in your life. Healing in your body, healing in your business, healing in your family. I speak healing in your marriage, in your relationship, in your education. I speak healing in the mighty name of Jesus. The power has been released. Receive whatever you are. Begin to draw, draw and drink. Begin to drink. Drink healing right now. Drink deliverance right now. Out of you shall also flow rivers of living water to other people 
in the name of Jesus, wherever you are, the blood of Jesus is sufficient to heal, sufficient to deliver, wherever you are, the blood of Jesus is sufficient to break through, penetrate every bondage, in the name of Jesus, right now, I come against every evil powers, every wicked spirit, by the blood of Jesus, I break every embargoes, every wickedness, I destroy the destroyer in the mighty name of Jesus. I command you to begin to prosper, increase and expand. Let miracles, signs and wonders begin to happen in the name of Jesus. May the light of life, the light of life continue to shine in your life right now in the name of Jesus. Receive the wonderful Christ that we have preached unto you in the name of Jesus. Miracles are yours. Breakthrough is yours. Prosperity is yours. Anointing is yours. Healing is yours. Say I receive in the name of Jesus. That is freedom experience. May the Lord bless you. And Pastor Dennis, in case you need to have salvation, you want to get saved, repeat these words. Dear Lord Jesus, I have seen the truth. I now receive the truth. I repent of my sins. I repent of every evil. Wash me with your blood. Sanctify me with the water of your word. Receive me today. I believe that you died on the cross and you resurrected. And I speak with my mouth that I am born again. I receive you to enter my heart. And I announce that from today I will follow you because I'm born again. Heal my diseases. Deliver me. Set me free. Let me enjoy you as my portion in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you. You are now born again. Follow a church that loves God, that prays, that is spirit filled. Also continue to follow us by visiting our website Freedom Experience Ministry.org. You can also visit us. You can visit Google Play Store. And download Freedom Experience app. That is a wonderful app for you. It has everything. Devotions, these teachings, uh, previous messages, um, radios, TV channels. Everything is there for you to enjoy Christ. For you to experience Christ. Once again, God bless you. This has been our lunch hour. And also this lunch hour has got a repeat every night at 9 p.m. In case you missed it at 1 p.m., always it repeats. Praise the Lord. Amen. At 9 p.m. East African time. So, God bless you. Bye bye.
will leave you under the influence of the Holy Spirit as you continue in prayer. Join us next time in praying in the world. For special prayers, contact us on our website at freedomexperiencezone.com or call us directly on plus 256-703-89009. I repeat, plus 256-703-89009. Be blessed.